What's up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you feel uninspired, tired, unmotivated? Do you find it just difficult to get through the day? Well, you're in luck because today we're going to talk about how to live inspired. I'm Danny from my buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. Do you ever struggle with feeling inspired? No, I'm just inspired 100% of the time. (laughs) It's always on. Everything's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, incredible all the time. Well, it's kind of it's kind of one of these things that like, you know, life doesn't seem to have any worries at all when I'm inspired. Time just, you know, it goes by. And then when I'm uninspired, life is it's a standstill. It's just terrible. I start questioning, am I living the good life? What am I doing? All these things. That's yeah. But you know, it's funny. No, I think that I like what you said, because when, when you feel inspired, it's like you don't question those things. Life feels like it has almost like inherent meaning, if that makes sense. Like you. And I think a lot of this feel like you're doing the right thing, right? It's like interesting how that works. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we can help people live more inspired. So we each have a few tips. I'm going to start. My first one, actually, this comes from, uh, we had read Martha Beck a while back, who writes like self-help books. I actually forget the book title. Do you remember what that book was titled? Finding Your North Star, there was were, that it? There were a few. There was Finding Your Own North Star, The Way yeah. of Integrity. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. There are. Yes, yes. I think I'm thinking of finding your, finding your North Star that you're in North Star. So my first one is find what energizes you. Because something that really stuck out to me in that book that I really liked was that she said, you know, a lot of her patients that come to her, they'd be exhausted, dragging their feet, having a hard time to get through the day. And, you know, she would say, I'm like, well, do you like want to go to work? Like, do you want to be in the relationship you're in? Like a lot of times our body gives us signs about like whether or not we're doing the right thing and we have to listen. And a lot of that is like, you know, feeling exhausted, feeling depressed when we have to go to work or something because we hate our jobs, but we're just unwilling to admit to ourselves that. So I think finding what energizes you is kind of another way to look at that. Like instead of like looking for maybe what's practical or what you think other people would think is right. Think about like what really excites me? What really makes me want to get out of bed? What really is worth living for? And then do that. Yeah. And that's that's a great one because uh, we get so used to denying our essential selves, like not listening to ourselves and doing stuff we hate to do and thinking that's okay. We get so used to doing that that it just completely kills any joy in our lives. It's cr- we justify it all the time, right? Like that I, I have to do this and that's important because I have, have to have a job, <laughs> gotta have a car payment. It's like all these things. <laughs> it doesn't bring us joy. Yeah. So uh, my first one for how to live inspired is write about life. And there was something that I read in some book that I read about how just writing about your cares. I know, right? <laughs> Very explicit. How just writing about your cares uh, has like such a positive impact on your life. And also like writing about what your dream life could be. Because here's the thing. I could sit on the couch and I could try and think this stuff all day. But if I don't write it down, I don't actually get it out there. Once I write it down, then like I really get to be able to work with my mind because otherwise I'll get distracted. I'll forget what I'm doing, the phone, all these things. But like when I'm writing it down, I can really go in depth and then I can like question why I said those things or like why I think those things. And I can really discover what's important to me. That is a really good one. And I, I like writing it down, too, because, you know, there is something about putting it in the world that makes it like real. Like you can think about stuff all day, but it's like it's always remains like this 
this nascent idea that never gets actualized. But once you write it down, it becomes something real. Then you start thinking about the next step beyond that. And I think that's what's really important. Because, you know, how many times you ran into somebody who's like, I had that idea when something like new comes out that's like really awesome. It's like, well, you didn't act on it. So you really didn't. You might have had the thought, but you never did anything. So like write it down. You know, you start thinking about actually how to do it. And like, I think, like you said, you can start thinking about what your real values are and stuff when you do that. (laughs) I knew somebody who was, had like a whole like big thing with uh distant family because they took his idea and i was like i was like oh like you guys you guys discussed this and then they did all the hard work and implemented <laughs> it and you're angry because you thought something for a second but like, you want ah. your fair share <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know it's funny isn't it That's a good uh, one. was that my uh... And that was yeah. yours, right? Your first one? Okay. I'm lost. I know, so am I. Uh, my second one, we'll just go there, whatever, um, is cultivate positivity. I actually think, I, you know, I used to think this was all like blim flam psychology nonsense in the past, but like, hey, like what? Like five or six years ago, it really did like, it dawned on me how important it is, even though it sounds ridiculous. But like, look, your attitude affects everything. You're not going to be inspired unless you actually want to do things, have the energy to do things, feel like, you know, things are going to work out because if you feel like everything's going to fail, you're not going to do anything. So positivity is central to that and you have to cultivate it, whether it's like small, like finding small delights, gratitude. There's a million ways to do it. Go find them and start cultivating positivity. Yep. Peddling flim flam and woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But it, it makes a difference. Another Another book that I was reading was talking about how just like the way that you think about yourself impacts your performance. Like they did a study of a whole bunch of uh, wrestlers and they looked at ones that had, uh, I think it was self-esteem, but also just self-compassion, maybe confidence in the self. Because the whole book was talking about how self-esteem is a crock of BS and Mm -hmm. how it's just caused a whole bunch of uh, narcissistic people in our society, which is like, go figure. But yeah, actually, like right. self-compassion and recognizing your own worth actually does impact your performance. The wrestlers in like the final round when it's sudden death, the ones who had uh, who believed in themselves ended up winning more often than the ones who questioned themselves. I mean, I think we've all had that experience, though. You know, you go into anything. If you feel confident in yourself, you feel good about it, you're positive about like how it's going to turn out. It goes better. It just does. If you go in negative, it's going to go bad. I and mean, it's just a fact. Side note, totally, total digression. You know, I find that it's harder to remember book titles now that I don't have them all in physical form. Because, you know, like Kindle is all a digital form. Like, you don't look at the title as much. You know what I mean? Because, like, you had to pick up a book all the time. You saw it all the time and I could remember. Now it's like, it's hard to, isn't it? I don't know. I just was thinking about that. I also find it harder to remember. I also find it harder now (laughs) to remember now that I don't read just one book a year. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah makes it difficult yeah. <laughs> mm. um either way we have to have a whole digression i know we're just gonna have we'll save it for That's the okay. long episode but uh I, I added a new book to the books i don't like list but we'll talk about that another time oh Anyways, sweet. i can't wait yeah uh and for my second one for how to live inspired is act as if you couldn't fail so there's some woman who actually has a whole book based on this uh I know, go figure. And I read part of it, but I didn't finish her book. And 
But the idea is that like act as if you couldn't fail because who knows? Maybe you maybe you can't fail. You know, maybe you only give up all the time. You never know. But it, acting as if you can't fail gives you the belief to at least try it, give it the good old college try. You know, as they say. You know, it's funny. I no, I think that's a really good one. I think it goes well with positivity too. But the the idea is like you know, look, the only time you really fail is when you give up, right? I mean, if you act like you can't fail, you're giving yourself that momentum. And I mean, my experience, I know in yours too, anything you commit to and stick to ultimately gets done. You know, it's just a matter of time, really, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So on to your third one. Oh, right. Yeah, it's my third one. Sorry. So my third one for how to live inspired um, is actually define your own story. And this is kind of like, I know, kind of all encompassing. But what I meant was like, you know, look, living inspired has to do, I think, like with your goals, your values, your character, your habits, all of this. So you have to start by defining your own story. You can't rely on anyone else outside. It has to come from you and you have to figure it out. And I think starting there is a good place, starting to figure out what you really want. It's the only way to live inspired because you're going to find, like Kierkegaard used to say, you know, the, the thing I need to find is the truth I'm willing to live or die for. Like what for me is going to be so important that it makes my life worthwhile and meaningful. And that's, you know, going to be that inspiration. Mm, that is a really good one. And it takes, especially for the young people out there. I think most of our listeners are older than us, but for, for the young people, for the young people out there, it takes time. Like there, I watched this, I watched this YouTube video over and over again. Gary Vaynerchuk did it for all the 25 year olds. And he's, it was just like some, some clip from one of his like book signing sessions. And there are a couple of kids in their mid twenties. And they're coming up to him and they're like, oh, like, I want to do what you do. How can you do this stuff? And like, because he's a big global phenomenon, whatever he is. And he's like, hey, listen, you know what I was doing when I was your age? You know what I was doing when I was 25? I was like, I was mopping the floors at my dad's business. That's what I was doing at 25. And it just gives you a little bit of perspective because it takes time. You have to screw up a whole bunch of stuff. You have to do a whole bunch of stuff you don't like. You have to try even more. And it just takes time. And I think that's time takes time. And that's just one of those things where you got to give it time. And it takes time to realize, like, you know, who you're listening to, if the information is good. Like, it just takes time to find yourself, too. It does. And I, yeah, I totally agree. Like, when I was 25, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just doing stuff. <laughs> but, you know, mm -hmm. you're getting experiences. So it's good. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to my last one for how to live inspired. And this is actually uh, just like, I think back to Will Smith. He always talks about the story about him and his brother. His dad made them build a wall, like knock down a wall and told him and his brother to rebuild it with bricks. And so it took them, you know, basically a whole year. And they just had to lay one brick after another brick after another brick. But at the end of it, they got that like it all adds up and it gets done. And while this sounds like a simple concept, I am just barely starting to grasp the actual <laughs> concept in my life. Yeah. Because there are so many days where I'll do everything I need to do. And I'm like, oh, I did nothing. Like, gosh, it feels like what a waste of a day. And it's just like, I just laid a brick. And mm -hmm. you lay enough bricks and eventually you have a wall. But it's just the concept of like, and this is cool because it allows you to live out your dreams. Because you don't need to do the whole dream today. You just do one brick. You just do 
one day's worth of it. You know, you make a difference for a day, mm-hmm. and that's a big thing. What did I say? Journey 10,000 miles begin with one step, right? Like you have to make those little efforts to get there. And really anything, any goal, any journey, it's completed by just those small efforts over and over. And like, I like that example too, because it reminds you too, anything can be broken down into simple enough steps. No matter how complex or big the project is, you can break it down into tiny baby steps and focus on doing those. And it makes it manageable, right? It makes it one break Actually, at a time, not talking a about, 10, talking about other goal. books. Yeah. Talking okay, about yeah, other ahead. books that go we're ahead. not going to name. There was one where they were saying basically they've never seen the case where somebody has had a goal that they put out there, like wrote on the wall, and then mapped out every single step to get it and haven't achieved that goal. Hmm. It's mostly because people have goals and they have no idea how to get it and they think it's just going to fall yeah. in their lap. Yeah, well, that's the problem, right? It's like that. It's like confusing the goal with the lottery, right? Like you have a goal, you think, oh, as soon as I say it, it'll just happen and I don't need to do anything. But you have to do lots of stuff. Right. And I think you're right. Yeah. You got to map out those points. I think that's why writing it down is a good starting point because it gets you thinking about, OK, well, what's next? Now it's out in the world. Now what do I do? And I think, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll get there eventually. Yeah. Your ship will eventually come in. You just don't want to be at the airport when that happens. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. In there. I like that. All right. So there you have it. How to live inspired. Hopefully this all helps you get out there and be inspired and have a good life. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. Check us out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Please like, share, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. We'll be back next week with a full-length episode. Until then, though, later, Andy. Later, Danny.